Greetings and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven. Today is a special edition of My Sunday Prayer Letters with your host, Preacher John. God bless you, my dear friend. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that there will be something here in this show, in this episode, that you're able to use in your life, in the life of your family, in the life of your friends, and in the lives of people you haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, are we ready now? Let's get started. This is episode number 38. That's right, <laughs> 38, number 38. And it's titled, Sweet Water and Bitter. Before I get started, I uh, want to say that I'm also recording this on my YouTube channel here. Uh, it's a little nerve-wracking, I can tell you the truth, to be able to run the audio portion, uh, then you have the the script portion on my sword searcher, and then you've got the video sitting here, <laughs> It's uh, and everything's going all at once. You've got like one, two, three, four, four or five things, and I've got two mouse pads I have to run, because I have this computer and this computer, and it's like pretty interesting, to <laughs> tell you the truth. And tonight, or uh, today, I've got, uh, let's see, what is it, Celestial Seasonings Tea. It's a, it's a Mandarin Orange Spice. Mandarin Orange Spice. Oh, boy. Hmm. Boy, it just kind of quiets my nerves for some reason when I get started on these podcasts. But I've got a special edition, and it's my Sunday prayer letters, and it's the letter that I'm sending out today. Oh, actually, in the morning, this is Saturday, and uh, why don't we just get started, okay? It's, it's titled, Sweet Water and Bitter. It's James 3, verse 11. I'll read it to you in the King James Version. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? That's a question mark. Isn't that amazing? And so this, because this is my Sunday prayer letter, I'm going to read it just as if I'm reading a letter to you. And it says, Greetings, my dear friend. This year is getting off to a great start of forward momentum that I pray will continue throughout this unusual year and a beginning to a brand new decade. To some, this may not appear unusual or, you know, noteworthy. However, after you read my letter today and listen to it, this phraseology, you know, it may change. We'll kind of see what happens. So my friend, there are times and seasons in our life and in life in general that will change the course that we are currently on or just previously have been on. That's good news. Why? Because sometimes change can be a wonderful new beginning that will spawn magnificent things in our lives isn't that wonderful to spawn magnificent things in our lives? To spawn magnificent things in our lives. You know, I was rereading my letter, a little side note here. I was rereading my letter here, kind of proofreading it a little bit. And I'm going, man, John, you're just a trucker, flunked college five times, never graduated from any English course, never could write. And sometimes words that come out of me just kind of, you know, Surprised me, and my nose itches for some reason. I don't know why. Sorry. <laughs> Goofy things, you know. And it's all caught on camera. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, 
new beginning that will spawn magnificent things in our lives. Isn't that wonderful? Mm. Had to take some more tea. (laughs) Because of this, I can see that Satan tries to stop every believer, and not just believers, but every soul on earth, to stop being good and to start or continue being bad and evil. Isn't that sad? But that's life. Now, how does this happen? And why is this important enough to write an entire letter about and then for you, my friend, to spend your precious time reading or listening to this Sunday prayer letter? We'll find out, won't we? This letter's key verse is James 3.11, and I'll read it again. It's, Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? A fountain is a hole. Well, that sounds kind of funny, but it's true. A fountain does not have to have anything coming out of it to be a fountain. It can be just a dry hole. Oh, boy. <laughs> I kind of got myself in a little bit of a deal here that uh, need uh, needs a, you know, lots of explaining. Because holes are good and holes are bad. It's what comes out of the hole that determines its value. If a hole is an oil well hole, and it produces good sweet crude, that can make its owner a wealthy person. Now, that's a good fountain. If a hole is a fissure inside of a hot, boiling vat of water that is explosive at times, it's sort of like the fissures in the Yellowstone Park, and I'm not saying it correctly, but you get the idea. You know, this can destroy life around it, and it can cause life to cease in that area. And yes, I understand that people have done research and there is micro, you know, life inside that boiling water, but just hear me out, okay? (laughs) If a hole is a man's, male or female, mouth, then what can come out of it can bring life and can bring death. Uh Uh-oh. Well, this is what James is talking about, life and death, man. A person's mouth is of the utmost importance. Even if a person is unable to speak, there is a mouth that can speak. It's in the mind. This is the verse above today's verse. James 3.10, which is, our verse is 3.11, so this is the one above it, 3.10. And I'll read it to you. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. And, in, and this is the verse below today's verse. It's James 3.12. Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries, either a, fig, uh, a vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. I almost have to think about that verse for a while. Can a fountain yield salt water and fresh? At the same time, hmm. how we speak, the words we say, can and does cause life and in the lives of those around us to either be blessed or to be cursed. When I read the Gospels and read about faith, every time that I can remember Jesus' disciples asking Jesus how to increase their faith, Jesus every time says something like, say, And then he'd go on to tell you what to say. 
a little sidebar here, and that is what really gets to me sometimes, is when the disciples asked, Lord, how can we have faith like you, or, or teach us about faith, or help us grow our faith, or how can we have faith like you? I mean, he never sat down and opened a book and taught you on F-A-I-T-H, faith. Now, this is, you know, he never did that. He said, say this, or say this, or say this. I mean, there's something about speaking the words of faith that creates faith. It's just amazing, just amazing. Anyways, I digress. Let's get back into the letter. Anyways, it's that simple. This causes faith to happen, you know. And it's really, let me just back up again. It's really simple. It's not complicated. God's Word is not complicated. Jesus is not complicated. God the Father is not complicated. The Holy Ghost is not complicated. Life as a Christian is not complicated. What is complicated is listening to Satan, the world, and everybody around you who wants to make you like the world and not like God. Now that is complicated, and that complication causes confusion, and that confusion causes you to stop right now where you are and not go forward. And that is why a lot of people just don't go forward in the Lord. They, they cease with the Lord, and they go with whatever the world is providing them. It is a really crazy thing. And I, I, and that's the idea of this letter. I, I, I just keep getting too many sidetracks here. But the idea is so simple, and I want you to keep that in your mind. This is a simple message of how we speak with our mouth. Amen? So let's go on. So it's that simple. However, what you and I need to remember is that just because we speak the correct words, we may not see the results instantly in front of us. But remember that when we speak, things begin to happen. Even if we speak, if what we speak is not visible to the physical eye. We're basically talking about the laws of God here. You know, God made the law. You know, that's it. He owns it all. This is one of the reasons why I speak in an edifying, exhorting, uplifting, and comforting manner. This is especially so when I'm on the streets preaching. If this wasn't so, I would have been in lots of trouble because of the areas that I preach in. Because I speak from a heart of love and compassion for souls, people can actually hear it and they can actually feel it. Therefore, this brings a place of sweet water and not bitter, like our verse says. Isn't that wonderful? You know, this comes from the verse 1 Corinthians 14, 3. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Prophesy is what follows after charity. This is love in action carried for the benefit of others. And in return, we get blessed and filled with all kinds of goodness. If we speak curses, which is a big thing in the world, just listen to people talk and in every type of media, and we can hear their curses flowing forth like the fountain that brings forth bitter water. 
Yeah. You know, by reading and studying the entire chapter of James 3, it's verses 1 through 18, it's only 18 verses there, it can bring forth an abundance of wisdom that can produce a fountain of sweet water flowing easily from within us, you and me. This is God's promise because it's written. It is written. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. And Jesus has made unto us wisdom. And we can read it here in 1 Corinthians 1, 30 and 31. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, <laughs> let him glory in the Lord. Wow. Amen. If we glory in the Lord our Savior Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be taught how to speak correctly so that out of us will flow sweet water that blesses us and the souls around our lives. This one thing, my friend, can be of such great importance that this year, 2020, can bring forth abundance that overflows all around us and feeds the people in our lives. Always remembering that whatever a man sows, that will he reap. Now, this is the verse for, for that I just said. It's uh, Galatians 6, verse 7, the King James. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. You know, I wish I could read that verse to you over and over every single day of your life because I don't know what it is, my friend. I mean, this is a sidebar from my letter. But whatever it is, my friend, when I get around people, they just believe that they can just do or say or be whatever they want and there is no repercussion of what happens. They can just do whatever they want. And they think it's just fine. It just, God is not mocked. Be not deceived. Deceiving, deception, comes from Satan, the deceiver. That's the devil, Satan. Because God is not mocked. You're not going to pull the wool over his eyes. You're not going to just say, oh, God's not going to watch me. God owns it all, man. He owns you. He owns the planet. He owns everything there is. And God is the creator of all. Believe it or not, you don't have to believe it. You'll see it later on, but you don't have to believe it. You don't have to do a thing. In fact, everything in my letter here, my friend, you don't have to do it. And, and you know, I know this is a kind of a long, big sidebar, but it's something that I see and hear on the streets every day. Every day. I preach six days a week. I know. <laughs> I, I talk to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It's amazing what people say to me. And I have to remember Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Period. <laughs> you know, in recapping this letter, one of the great things to keep in mind are these verses in James Chapter 3, verses 17 and 18. But the wisdom 
that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, and gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. You know, as I as I was just reread myself, I was rereading this these verses in this letter to, and proofreading it, and these two verses just really made an impact on me, and I felt so compelled that I actually put them again in my letter, and I'm going to say it again and here on this show. If you could hear me now speaking, I'm going to say something very slowly, and I'm going to say these words in James 3, verses 17 and 18, slowly. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, and without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Wow. Now, my dear friend, may the God of mercy and compassion fill your spirit and soul and every cell of your body, overflowing to all the lives that you touch every day. And may this sweet water be a fountain that never ceases and continually flowing with grace and goodness to the lives of all the souls that you know and that you will know in the days and years ahead in this decade of 2020 and in every decade to follow, God willing. In Jesus' name, amen. Letter is signed, Speaking Goodness into Your Life, J.C. At the bottom of my letter, I have three verses, three scriptures, Psalms 23, 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 65, 11, Thou crownest thy year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. Joshua 1, 8, listen to this one. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Woo! <laughs> Isn't that great, man? Joshua 1.8. Hallelujah. My friend, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, January 11th, 2020 at 4.13 p.m. In Boulder, Colorado, this is John Shuck street preacher, church builder, pastor, and missionary. And I can be found at John Shuck, J-O-H-N-C-H-O-Q-U-E.org. God bless you, my friend. Have a great day in Jesus.